this is Tim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. It's me, Anderson Silva. This is Phoenix. This is Showtime, Sean Porter. Hey, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Shotgun Tatnakonov. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. Yeah, bring it on. Episode 38, it starts now. The Punch Podcast with Jabin. Thanks for tuning in, however you found me. Go have a flick back through some of the older episodes. If they're a star in the sport of boxing... They are right here on the Punch Podcast, some big names, and uh, one of those joins us today. He has been on before, but he's back again because it's his last time fighting in the ring ever. So he says, there's always an asterisk with a fighter, isn't there? There's always that little, well, you know, if a promoter comes to me with X amount of dollars, I might, but right now. It's a no deal. But that's what's happening tonight for Paul Gallen. So we're going to chat to him in just a sec. Having a look at that card too. God, there's some phenomenal names. And at No Limit Boxing have done it once again. They always put on the best shows. And you can check out this full card at nolimitboxing.com.au. But tonight, you'll be able to watch it on Main Event, which is obviously Fox Sports and KO. So get on there. And I think the action starts from around about 4.30, the first fight is. So you'll get up till 7 o'clock for free just on Fox Sports. And then it'll flick over to the pay-per-view. So if you're not jumping on the pay-per-view, go check out out the uh, early undercards and you will uh, see some great fights there as well including uh, Tawana Campbell uh, I've got her pinned for some big things in the female boxing over the next couple of years uh, of course you're going to see the likes of Chanel Dargan in there as well couple of good fights that are going to be worth checking out. Wade Ryan, Colin Mazzuti, yeah, looking forward to that one as I scroll through the list here because there's I think 13 uh, bouts in total. Fight of the night I think and I think it's unanimous against anyone that watches boxing, is Ty Telford, Joel Taylor. Ty Telford's an absolute weapon. He's constantly in fights of the night. I don't think if you're the box, you don't want to fight of the night, do you? You want early stoppages. You just want to put on a show. But he always seems to get matched with someone just as nuts as him. And it looks to be that way tonight as well. And uh, look, Paulo Acuso, easily one of the best prospects in Australian boxing. You will hear his full chat about tonight's fight and more if you scroll back one episode on today. So go and check out Sweet P Paulo Acuso and you will see him in action tonight against David Zagara as well. Zarafa, he's also been on the podcast to chat about tonight's fight. Plus his uh, potential, they're saying it's all agreed verbally with Triple G in March and it could be here in Australia as well. So if we can see Zarafa v. Gennady Glovkin, that's going to be damn good. And look, he is ranked the number one middleweight in Australia and number one in a couple of the sanctioning bodies as well. So fingers crossed that one gets across the line. Paul Gallen for his last trip in to the boxing ring. That'll be tonight against Justin Hodges. And look, if you've ever seen Gal fight, he is a warrior. He's got quite the engine on him, doesn't he? He's, uh, he's a tough man. But look, the boxing's one thing, the fighting's another, but geez, he's got a good mouth. And Paul Gallen, I'm going to miss you back and forth with everyone, mate. That's probably the number one thing. <laughs> yeah, me and, uh, even me and uh, Zarafa had a bit of a crack at each other, not not even fighting each other, but I just said, uh, Timmy Zoo happy to call in well online and um, just wanted to make sure Zarafa would turn up. And then obviously I was in the Hodjo as well. So yeah, look, there's going to have to be, uh, that's part of, the, part of the product of boxing. You got to sell the fight. Um, while it's about boxing, it's also about entertainment. You got to get people involved and people interested. And unless you can sell that, um, you know, it's it's not going to be as big a show as what it could be. So these boxers are going to have to learn to jump on board and get and learn how to do it pretty quick. Maybe that's your post boxing career. Uh, some media management for fighters. Look, guys, like a, look at all your like tape. A <laughs> Hey, Justin Hodges, you're about to fight him for the final time. You've been there. Did you learn anything in the first one that you think, all right, cool, I'm just going to take this pretty quickly? Oh, I don't have that attitude. That's the attitude I had the first time. Uh, I went into that fight with a shit attitude. I 
I was thinking to myself, you know, when, when are you going to stop this? You can stop this whenever you want. And that him and Ben Hannett were both better than I thought they would be. So um, the attitude I had for that fight wasn't right. And I think when you have a look at my career, I've had I've fought guys, no doubt, that have had that attitude fighting me and they haven't prepared properly. And they've gone in there thinking they'd just win the fight easily. And uh, I shocked them. So they, they shocked me a little bit that night. And I... um. Yeah, so this time I'm better prepared and uh, I'm ready to go. And yeah, hopefully, look, I'll finish the fight because Hojo is not fit enough to go. It's two and a half minute rounds this time. Let's not forget, I've got an extra 30 seconds this time. So he'll be lucky to get through three two and a half minute rounds. What was the thinking behind you having the three minutes? Was it to gas him and then finish him in the deeper rounds? Or that's just what you wanted to do because that's what boxing is? Exactly right. So I'm going to do such a boxing is. been my last fight. I wanted to do it properly. And uh, it's disappointing. It's not picky. You know, I think uh, a lot of people from Queensland say, look, a Queensland is only as good as his word. And everyone heard Justin that night say he'd fight three minute rounds, six three minute rounds. And he's gone back on that. To me, that's disappointing as, as a bloke, particularly Hodge. You know, he started, he started to swing me a bit late last fight. I actually had a cough with him during one of the lead-ups to it. And I thought, oh, this guy's not such a bad bloke because I, I didn't like him when we were playing. We played a lot of test matches together. Um, so the fact he's gone back on his word, that's uh, yeah, put him back to where I thought he was. He's not a man of his word. And he's not a person I have too much to deal with after this fight. Knowing it's your last fight, are you training any differently? Also, with footy commitments out of the way as well at the moment, it's just solely final fight what's training looking like for you with that no nah, training's been pretty much the same um I've, I've trained better for this fight of the last fight i seriously sparred twice you know <laughs> I, I, I took the last fight and i was lucky i was tough enough to get out of it to be honest so i've sparred better this time i've sparred twice a week for the past five weeks you know, so I'm, I'm definitely better prepared for this one just got to not get caught he has got a bit of power behind that punch there's no doubt about that um i did feel it although it was a well, that was a foul shot. He did get me last time, but he apologised for that foul shot. So that seems to make it all right. But there is a bit of power there. So got to be careful. If he doesn't catch me with anything, yeah, I, I just win hands down. I also noted he did say he's been practising dirty shots. That is a Queensland thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, it is, without a doubt. Um, <laughs> and I, I just, I can't get over his whinging from the last fight. Like, he fouled me first. And, you know, I still don't consider my shot a foul. Yeah. As I said, the referee gave us instructions before the fight. He said, if I don't call break or I'm not in between, you can punch whenever you want. If you've got a hand-free punch. And that's what I did. So I don't understand what he's whinging about. When he cracked me with his right hand, the referee called break. The referee was in between us. I'm looking at the referee. He cracks me with the right hand. Like, that is a blatant, absolute foul. And all he's done is win since about my foul. And then when I went off fire up yesterday and said, what about your foul? He goes, yeah, but I apologize. So I made it all okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, if he, look, if he doesn't land that shot, no, I, I win that fight comfortably, uh, but you know what? I, I didn't win, I didn't bitch and moan about it, and I sucked up, steeled myself, got on with the fight, and, and won by stoppage. Well, it's going to be great to see you go around for that final time. You're very adamant this is the last one. There seems to be no questions on that. There's not even, some people like to leave the door slightly open. It looks like you've shut it, put the nails on, and put the lounge up against it. My family has. My family has <laughs> definitely shut, shut it down. Um, look, I, I'm a competitor, and I, and I compete. I love a bit of cash, so you never know. But my family has said, "No, nah, that's it," and uh, yeah, I probably gonna start putting them first. I've been, man, I've been, I've been a professional athlete since I was eighteen years old. Like it's a long time. Now forty one. I'm turning forty two next year. Like that's a long time to put my body through what I've put it through. Um, the two sports I've done, like rugby league, is the toughest sport in the world. It's, it's so hard. There's so many assets you got to be good at. And then I've jumped into boxing after that, which is just as tough. Um, <laughs> So I've, I can't have done anything else. Uh, I've done everything I've, I've wanted to do. I, mean, I won a premiership, which is the best thing I ever did. You know, I had way bigger fights than I ever thought I'd, I'd have. And um, yeah, it's all got to come to an end. I did think the other week when I saw Mark Hunt convincingly beat Sonny Bill, I'm like, well, well, maybe if Sonny like 
pump mark in round one, then maybe you wouldn't in, like. But now you, I don't know. That could be the super fight. Nah, man. I've, we had the chance. Me, me <laughs> yeah. and Sonny should have fought twice over the years. We should have fought once when when on one or two years and years ago, and then it would have been so easy for the, whoever lost that fight to come out and say, "Well, hang on a sec. Well, footy players are on. We're now proper boxers. Let's do it again." Mm. If someone won two of them, then it's over. If it's one all, we have a massive decider. Like we could have made. Not even going to carry on that much money we could have made, but no, he, he had his chance, and uh, that, that that chance is gone. Given the fact that it, Jude, it is your last fight, I had a quick look at some of your previous fights. Even just going through some of the names on the undercards, there's some huge names. Like even your debut, that was on a Daniel Gill undercard for you, and that was like it was awesome. Man, people, this is the thing about box the boxing people. My, my debut was against Herm Purcell. Mm. Herm Purcell was an Australian champion. You know, I, I fought I fought um, Randall Ray. Randall Ray fought Fujimoto for his title. Mm. Puno Razabale was a, was a Fijian Olympian. Yeah, so, and then every other fighter that you've thrown on top of that, Tervieski, um, Mark Hunt, Lucas Brown, Justice Winnie, every other fight was a professional football player. So, mate, I've, 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 had, I've done way more than I thought I could have done. When you break my um, career down, my opponents down, like that, mate, I've had some big fights. Way, and as I said, right from my, my debut, an Australasian champion from my debut. Now, he wasn't an Australasian champion then, but he went on with it. Now, you see a lot of footy players and a lot of guys' first fight, they fight a bloke on debut, always had two losses. You check his record a year later, they haven't had any more fights. That's the that's one fight they have. So my bloke went on, uh, he, he was 1-0 at the time, went on to become an Australasian champion. So I, I've, I've had some really big fights along the way. And, Way bigger than I thought I would have had, and um, you know, fight on Daniel Gill undercards, um, you know, was was unreal. That's sort of how we got started, and then to you know, finish what I did last three years. I mean, it was you know, something like the gross revenue I've produced, somewhat twenty five million dollars. That's 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 crazy. It's it's a lot of a lot of money. You know, that's over the past few years. I mean, you know, Mundine grossed an enormous amount over ten or fifteen years. So I've done a whole lot more than I thought I ever would have done, and uh, it's been great. And even some of the names that have been on the cards that you've been on as well. Like, I was having a look. There's some like, obviously, Cambosis, Lauren Eagle. I forgot about that name. She popped up as well. Who else? Justin Hodges' debut was on your one versus Hopawati. I forgot yeah, about been that. Yeah, there's been plenty of footy players, obviously. Hopawati. Um, yeah. Junior Paulo was another one. I, I fought him. Um, there, there's been there's been lots. There's been some really good boxes over, over time. So I can't remember them all. But yeah. look at this card. Michael's Ruff is on this yeah. card. Um I was even yeah, saw the, one the other day. You fought in New Zealand, which I actually didn't know about till I was looking on BoxRack. But did I see Israel Adesanya from the US? Israel Super Adesanya. Crazy. I was in the same chamber room as him. Oh, wow. I was in the same chamber. Israel Adesanya fought before me. And, I like, and I was, I've followed him ever since that, that time. You know, I, he was, um, I remember watching him. Mate, he's, that guy was a freak of nature. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's crazy. So Israel Adesanya was, uh, was on my undercard. Yeah, that was over in New Zealand. He fought before me. Uh, Rob Berridge. Guys, are some really, really good fighters over the years have fought. Um, and I've had a great time. Who's the next gal from NRL doing crossover? Who are you thinking? There's probably going to be some guys with ability. There's no doubt about that. But this is about boxing and entertainment. You've got to be able to sell the fight, as I said. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to be able to do that. I really don't. At this point in time, I can't see anyone. Um, Mundine was the first one to do it. I've obviously carried on from him, taken over from him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at this point in time, I, I don't. As I said, the total package, who the total package is, I'm not too sure. I've got no doubt there's going to be some guys with ability. Uh, rugby league players are tough as nails. They're, they're so tough. Probably, probably the toughest sport in the world. You're going to be so good at so many different disciplines. There's no doubt about it that um, there's going to be some tough dudes come in with the ability. But the other side of it, the selling ability, I'm not too sure. Well, I just heard you say $25 million. So if some of the footy players are listening to this, knowing that you can gross <laughs> that sort of revenue, <laughs> uh, Volandis might be in some trouble. 
<laughs> you might be, you might be. You'll, you'll learn to talk and sell pretty quickly. Yeah, they're all think. on George Rose's phone, mate. I just, <laughs> but um, look, so hard to believe that you've had seventeen fights. You just don't think like yeah. that. But shit, seventeen. No, no, yeah, yeah Sean, I've had a couple of um fight for life cards over in New Zealand before that. That class amateur fight. So um, yeah, I think it was, it was my twentieth fight in total. And I oh, look, I, I can't believe I had that many fights. So when I look back at it, I probably. Went into to boxing in the preseason to have, make a cut bit of cash in the off season uh, while footy was on holidays, and it's escalated from there. And as it had a way bigger fight than I ever thought I'd have. And um, do you have a best memory? No, nah, this is one thing about me. Like, man, I, I had my fight. I prepare for the fight. I sell the fight. I talk, do whatever I do to talk. But once the fight's over, it's over. Like, I you never hear me saying in an interview, oh, but I beat this guy. I beat that guy. I smash him. I smash him. I don't talk about it. I just I just do the fight and get on with it. I'd rather just get the fight done, go out and have a good time and enjoy life again. I don't um it's a pretty emotionless sport to me, uh, boxing. But whereas I look at rugby league, like without doubt winning the grand final is the best thing I ever mm. did. So that that was the best thing. Playing for New South Wales was awesome. Playing for Australia was great. That I think about that, I'm probably more emotional about that. Boxing doesn't do it for me. So I, I don't look back at any of my fights and and really to even talk about them. Paul Gallen, thanks for stopping by the Punch Podcast. Uh, it's great to finally uh Finally see you get in there with Hodges uh, that's not back-to-back, one-on-one, and uh, go out victorious, and uh, they can put him out on a stretch with a little blues jersey on him or something like that, maybe. <laughs> that would be funny. That's a good idea, actually. So, Yeah, thanks for your time. See you later. Well, there you go. He's not a bad guy, is he? Paul Gallen on the Punch Podcast probably faced more booze than any Australian sportsman in the history of sport in this country, you'd have to think. But look, to wrap it up, after 17 fights, this will be his 18th professional bout. That's uh, not a bad innings for someone who's come from like a ton of rugby league games as well. So as you heard there, he's hanging it all up to spend some more time with his family. That's unless you see a promoter go, look, I am in fact going to drop big numbers on you to get you and Sonny Bill in once and for all, which I actually do think is going to happen sometime. I'm not counting that one out at all. It'd be absolutely huge. Who's not going to watch that? So, look, we'll see what happens in this retirement for Paul Gallen, but a huge thanks to him for coming on today. NoLimitBoxing.com.au for the full card details. You can get your tickets if you want to get along at Ticket Tech as well. Get there if you're in Sydney. It's tonight. It's going to be great. It'll be a packed house there at the ICC in Sydney. But if you can't make it or you've got a really awesome lounge that you don't want to get off in a nice flat screen, you can get the uh, pay-per-view on Main Event and KO Sports. But that is the Punch Podcast today. There's a lot of great fighters on this card. From top to bottom, you're in for a great night of boxing here in Australia. So get on there, get that pay-per-view, and enjoy your night. And this is the Punch Podcast. <laughs>